On today's episode of Film Optics, we're going to be talking about the Planet of the Apes reboot. We're also going to dive into Mulan having a PG-13 rating. And we're going to talk about Disney and Sony making up after the new Spider-Man 3. So let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Film Optics Podcast, where we bring you the strengths and shortcomings of the movie industry. I'm your host, Christian, and today we're going to be uh, talking. This is our new show for the week. And as always, headline hot takes. Headline hot takes. Yeah, we got to start putting that in, like me saying that, but I haven't figured out a way to like deliver it yet, if that makes any sense, because it's in the, you know, the thumbnails and what have you, but. Should I say, welcome to Headline Hot Takes, or this is our new show, Headline Hot Takes, brought to you by Film Optics. I don't know. Hello, here's some heckin' headline hot takes for you. Some heckin' headline hot takes, the hottest hot cakes ever to exist. The hottest hot takes and the hottest hot cakes. And (laughs) as always, I'm joined by uh, my co-host, Devin. How's your week been, buddy? It's been a pretty good week. I just canceled my Impractical Jokers reservation a little bit ago. Mm, as Actually, I still need to do that. But yeah, so we are going to be reviewing uh, the Impractical Jokers movie uh, that will be coming out this Sunday. Uh, we had this big thing planned where we normally record for our news and our um, movie review all in one go. But um, Devin and I decided to it's push a, that it's back. A, it's a nice audible. Yeah, it it really is. You know, might, you, might be able got, to meet our, our boy Q at my movie theater. Well, you might be able to meet yes. your boy your boy Q at the movie theater. I don't know about me. I'll probably get like Sal if that if I'm ever lucky. Actually, that'd be pretty cool. Or I don't know. But um, before we begin today's uh, news stories, uh, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes, whatever you want to call it, uh, Spotify, Stitcher. Google Podcasts, Anchor, YouTube. We're also on Podbean. And also, Devin, I submitted our podcast for iHeartRadio and Ooh. Pandora. So we're uh, moving on up Pandora. Apparently, we're just going to try to get a, get, get our, you know, our, our lovely voices in everyone's ears anywhere we can. So that's that that's the dream and that that's the goal. But yeah, so let's just dive in. Uh, we actually, we I feel like there's a lot of news here, but I feel like there isn't. Def- definitely looks same. like it. Yeah, it definitely does. Well, you know, we 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 compile everything throughout the week, and you know, we trim the fat a little bit there. But um, yeah, because no, we we try to we try to keep up on the news. You know, we, we're on Twitter pretty much daily, sharing each other's stories and. You know, random uh, <laughs> Stephen was it Steven Spielberg? <laughs> oh boy, that was oh wow. He, he supports um, it. He supports it. So hey, that's. I mean, honestly, Might I have to do some like, research on it a little later. <laughs> there are people too, <laughs> but um, so I think we actually just missed uh, this piece of news. We'll get into our trailer news here uh, really quick. We had two trailers uh, came out this week. Well, technically one of them came out the day after we recorded our last news show uh, this past week. And that was the stranger things for teaser trailer. Devin, what did you think about this? I definitely wasn't really surprised. Um, I think everyone knew Hopper was still alive. I thought it was interesting that they decided to, to use that in in this teaser but it seemed to get the people talking according okay because I, I i agree with you 100 i don't think this is a uh i don't think it was shocking at all but there's a lot of people on twitter who were like oh you know it it you know it ruins it it ruins the surprise and like i get where people are coming from but at the same time i'm like you you, you knew he was alive and it they pretty much like screamed that he was live at like the very end of the post credit of season three but um i've had i've, I've exchanged uh, with my buddy jacob on twitter i'm not sure sir if you saw our our uh, kerfuffle or our uh, altercation actually it's not even an altercation we were just talking about it. he's so he's dramatic. a great guy 
Very, yeah, very, very dramatic. No, <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't dramatic at all. Um, Jacob's a great guy. Um, he has his own podcast with my friend Ricky. It's called the Music City Drive-In. Go check them out. Check them out. They're a lot of fun. Uh, they pump out some really great, great stuff. So, um, yeah, I would have to agree with the Stranger Things four uh, trailer. As I said, it's just um, I was kind of unfazed. I was excited that we got something. Because, you know, from season two to season three, that was pretty much a longer hiatus. And I think, um, what, season three came out uh, July 4th last year. Season two came out, it was like two Halloweens prior to that. So hopefully Stranger Things 4, season four is coming out pretty soon. It was only like an, uh, a minute, um, you know, for the little teaser trailer. So, but, oh well. I'm guessing but it'll be uh, around Halloween. Hopefully, because if you know, they definitely need to get back onto that uh, that trend. I mean, I got you know, Stranger Things three. It was a summer; it fit perfectly. But um, let's get back to the uh, the spooky, scary time of the year. But uh, speaking of spooky, scary things, Ooh. speaking of thrillers, we have a new trailer for a new movie called Run, and it looks actually yeah really, you were, really good you're pretty excited about this one i know i'm like I'm, this is me coming from someone who hates scary movies but like i was like yo what is this because i saw people were posting like um the posters but i was like okay it has sarah uh, sarah paulson teams up with uh anisha chin chingy uh, i cannot i can i'm i am I'm pooped out today. <laughs> it's been a long day at work. Um, so it just, it co- comes out this mother's day and it's, she, she had an abortion or was it like an unborn child or I'm, I'm very, very confused, but it just looks amazing. It's by Lionsgate. So they're uh, producing it. So that's pretty cool. But uh, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I thought it looked pretty intriguing. Scary mothers are, are usually pretty effective in these type of movies. Ma. <laughs> yes. Ma. Baba Duke. That's a big one. That is true. I never saw Ma, but she sure looks scary. Gotta say. But yeah, so it comes out this Mother's Day, which is on May 8th, which is also my birthday weekend. So that's actually really cool. So I'll have something to do. You're gonna steal the shine away from your mom. <laughs> I'd be like, sorry, mom. I mean that that's if she comes down. So I mean I mean if she comes down, we're we're definitely seeing this. So We'll actually but, be in uh, in Mexico. When you'll be in Mexico. Hits. Nice, nice. Taking the whole family. Got you uh, treat, treating the whole family. To- Man, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not treating anybody. But. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying, you know, it's like, you know what, mom? This is for pot packing and buying my lunch for all these years. You know, I'm, I'm going to take him to Mexico City. But you got to take him to like the super rundown places. Maybe I'll get her yeah. sombrero. Ooh, there you go. I like that a lot. So. No, oh, that's awesome, dude. I uh, haven't really been out of the country yet myself, but I'm I'm hoping to get out soon. Might be going to San Diego San Diego Comic Con, so that would be pretty cool. Hey. Trying to save save up some money for that for the uh with the Cinemania squad, the Cinemania team. Go check out their newest um new show. Actually came out yesterday. We had a lot of um a lot of disagreements, but it was a great show. You know, we're you know, it's as, as much as you know, we, we can disagree about something. Same thing with me and Devin and you know, still be cool and friends about it afterwards. And I think that is very, very important. So uh, I love you, everyone at Cinemania. So uh, yeah, if, if you're listening to this, that is. But uh, let's move on because I'm getting sidetracked myself. <sighs> so uh, let's move on to our first main story piece of news. We have the Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes, excuse me. We have the Planet of the Apes movie. Originally, we heard a lot of different things about this, things that made people very, very unhappy. And I know it made Devin very um, uh, kerfuffled in a way. <laughs> but so what What was it? The, um, the original um, piece of news that we heard was that they were rebooting the Planet of the Apes franchise. Yeah. Yeah, but now okay. I guess it's gonna be a continuation. Yes, I think. So, I think either way, I'm nervous about it because it just <laughs> doesn't really make a lot of sense to do it so soon. Right. 
Yeah, and th- this uh, this story comes from comicbook.com, uh, and I'll just read a little bit of it here. Uh, despite of the war of the Planet of the Apes being released only three years ago, it looks like 20, 20th Century Studios, huh? oh, they're uh, you know using that, that nice new name, 20, 20th Century Studios might be planning on a reboot on the franchise, according to a new reporter from the team um, at Discussing Films. Uh, Wes Ball's take on the situation was that um it was that caesar's uh legacy will live on i believe that was west ball who had said that so it, they won't connect to uh the rise of the planet of the apes or matt reeves's dawn or um rise of the planet of the ape trilogy as well so it's a little bit more of a continuation of the story i guess so we'll just see how it goes from there i absolutely love this trilogy with literally it's it's probably one of my favorite trilogies of all time very very consistent and it just made me love these films even more to the point where i actually might have to rewatch them this weekend maybe but um yes caesar's legacy will live on com- um, confirmed by west ball on yeah and i had to look up who west ball was and he has only directed the maze runner movies so not a great past I never saw, I never, like, I, I, I never saw them it. either, but I heard they just <laughs> were very boring. Yeah. So it's, um, oh, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm really hoping that they, like, I'm hoping it's not a reboot. Uh, I mean, it's not, but it's, you know, he says Caesar's legacy will continue. It's just but, the, um, the other, the, the trilogy wrapped up so perfectly. It really did, man. It's just, uh I absolutely love it. Disney, and it's, SMH. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I can't say that I'm not surprised that they are they were eventually going to touch this franchise. I just didn't expect it to be so soon. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really but, soon. Yeah, like very, very soon. But also, uh, another quick piece of news here for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, Daniel Tor- uh, Dornance joins the Planet of the uh, Apes, uh, quote unquote. Um, legacy, I guess you could say franchise, I'll say, as production designer. I totally forgot what else she worked on um, as I was writing these notes. I totally forgot to add that in, but if anyone out there who's listening knows, leave us a little comment section down below um, on uh, YouTube or give us a shout out on Twitter and let us know what's going on. So uh, let's just uh, segue on to our next piece of main stories here we have disney's disney's mulan devin the live action it's not pg it's not pg 12 it's not pg 14 it's pg 13 (laughs) for sequences of violence so what are your thoughts about this Are, are you are you excited for mulan at all i can't say that i'm particularly excited because it seems kind of boring but I do mm. like that it's PG-13 because that means there will be at least some cool stuff to look at. It just seems kind of weird to not have Mushu. That's what, what I'm thinking. Yeah, I know a lot of people who are, you know, on the Mushu train and, you know, justice for Mushu. I'm surprised it hasn't gotten too much um, of a rye on film Twitter. But I don't know. I'm more like I, I like, you know, you know like, I like the fantasy aspects. So I'm very interested to see what they do. Um, I'm always a sucker for these kind of movies. Mulan is definitely one of my favorite um, Disney <laughs> properties. While I like drew drew a blank there, but yeah, um, you know, there's a few other uh, Disney PG-13 titles out there. We have between you know the Star Wars films, the Marvel films, uh, the Lone Ranger, oh, John boy. Carter. Oh boy. yeah. Well, see, I never watched John Carter, and I remember kind of seeing Lone Ranger, um, somewhat. But I, I'm surprised the Caribbean was pretty good for a while. So hopefully, it's, mm, it's very, um, it's. I mean, it's weird, but I kind of like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But um, yeah, <laughs> not too much else to say about it. I believe Mulan comes out in march so that's pretty uh pretty soon coming up here so she'll bring honor to her to her family is that our being honest to us all i don't know but yeah i'm like i've always like i've always drawn myself towards um 
I guess you could say more Asian films, but I mean, there's something about it. I love the music. I love it's a more grounded story. Well, not grounded, grounded, but it's more realistic in a way. It's not as, you know, it's not set up as a musical. I guess is what I'm trying to say, which I think is nice because, you know, Disney's making all these carbon copies like the Lion King. We all know that turned out how people felt about it, but it it's the highest grossing animated film of all time as of right now, which is great for Disney, you know, make that money. But I feel like the it, Lion King to me, the new Lion King did not feel like Lion King at all. It felt like a National Ge- Geographic special, but that's just me. And, you know, I just feel like the, the, the magic wasn't there, but oh well, what can you do? So props to Disney for trying something new instead of just literally taking all their old properties and just putting a live action spin onto them and keeping the script essentially the same. So cool with that. But you know, things, things that aren't going to be the same from now on, we are rumored. There's a little, little bit of Spider-Man news here. We have two bits here. So the first thing we have is uh, Spider-Man Far From Home's, from Home's villain Mysterio is rumored to get his own solo movie. And this also comes from comicbookmovie.com. Um, what are you... I, this I don't this know. one's weird. It, I it is. Like, I feel like Sony's just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, and we we talked about this a little bit on the Cinemania World uh, show last night about uh, you know Mysterio Mysterio getting his own movie, but it's I'm just not I'm not feeling it. Like I definitely think that Mysterio is the best villain Spider Man villain we've gotten on the screen thus far, but I don't know if it's enough to warrant for his own movie. I feel like he got a nice well rounded arc in far from home or he felt like it was pretty pretty well done i don't know how much they could how much more they could do with his character yeah and, especially and obviously, being a whole movie about him i don't know what else, what else they could do right and it no real details have been you know revealed beyond that oh you know disney might be making a mysterio movie um you know with like venom and we have marvius on the way and then venom 2 um you, Sony's been, everyone's saying, oh, you know, the Sinister Six, the Sinister Six. Sony's been trying to build up for this for years. And I, I, I just stopped caring a long time ago because, you know, they, they tried it twice with what, uh, well, they, they, they really tried to put it in, shoehorn it in there with um, the amazing Spider-Man. I was like, okay, you know, it's a new Spider-Man, new, 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 new Peter, new, new everything. But I, I just stopped caring. And especially like what we pretty much got like our version of the Sinister Six in the PlayStation Four uh, Spider-Man game. So I, I feel like I'm I'm content and yeah, I, I'm, not- I, I'm pretty hum- pumped for uh, Sinister Six. I think there's just so many good actors they already have lined up for it. It's gonna be yeah. And like I'm not, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying oh, I'm not excited for it because it's it's just it's just I feel like this is very very long overdue, and I guess that's what's kind of um, getting my excitement a little bit um, uh, hindered there. But I mean, it it could. I mean, it, like it's it's been a project for a long time. They've been trying to do Sinister Six. But um, still no, still no Doc Ock, which kind of uh, blows. But because I think he's Peter's most um, iconic uh, super villain or yeah, uh, whatever. Anyway, so there's really, I don't know. Good, good job, Sony, I guess. I mean, it, it is what it is. We'll, we'll see if it comes true or not. If not, oh, well, if it is, I'll probably still go see it. So, I mean, whatever. But um, we have another piece of Spider-Man news here. The Sony uh, CEO, the big boss, the big kahuna, uh, hopes to keep the deal with Disney um, running after the uh, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man 3. Uh, this also comes from comicbookmovie.com. We I follow sure them a lot. So. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping. Uh, we talked about this a little bit on Cinemania World yesterday. And, uh, I believe Alex was saying that... Um, you know, if they if they made at least made Spider Man three, and if the deal fell out after that, he would be content. And I thought about it. I was like, you know what? That does 
make a little bit of sense because at least we get a complete arc and we finally have an entire new Spider-Man quote-unquote trilogy to compare it to Sam Raimi's. But as of right now, you know, I'm, I definitely would love to keep Spider-Man in the MCU. I ho- I was hoping there for a while that he would become either like the new leader of like the new Avengers, young Avengers, whatever you want to call them. You know, the fan base has been, you know, was torn apart after, you know, Sony and Disney were not able to come to an agreement, which really, really sucked. And our boy Tom Holland saved the day. So that was it was really cool, you know. Had a little this bit is of the, liquid courage and saved the day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you. You have um, it's it's just definitely like a, this is a win-win-win for everyone. And what these companies really need to think about at the end of the day is the fans, because those are the people who pretty much keep your business going. So it's I, I definitely want him to continue to be within the MCU. I'm not super crazy about having Sony making all these like random villain movies and then like trying to shoehorn their way into the MCU. And that, and it's not even the fact that it's Sony. It's the fact that it's one side connection. This is kind of like how we, um, how the Marvel cinematic universe was with the TV shows. It, it was, it was, they were quote unquote connected, but it was, you know, Daredevil and you had Jessica Jones and Iron Fist, Luke Cage, what have you. They would always mention, you know, little snippets here or there from the movies. But, you know, the, the movies never really gave that in return. And I understand, you know, this is like these are like street level heroes versus the the the, the big time, the, the, the big boys. So it's very I, I, I don't like the one sided connection type thing it's like you know, if, if you're going to have all this connected it needs the each studio needs to be able to reference each other's characters no matter who is producing the movie but that's that's my main gripe with it but it is what it is you know we'll, we'll see what comes of it and see if you know our our boy spidey's not getting any other work anyway because the uncharted movie is apparently they're shooting in four weeks which i guess we can just Shoehorn over, shoehorn over to that. Excuse me. So um, Tom Holland had said that he revealed that the Uncharted game um, that inspired the movie is Uncharted Four, and while there's currently no director, um, I believe that the report suggests <laughs> uh, this comes from Cinema Blend, by the way, uh, that Ruben uh, Flesher. Um, it's Sony's top man for the job who uh directed Venom. So think of that what you will. Yeah, um, I guess I don't really care. I don't know if that's a hot dick, but yeah, I, could, I mean, could do could could care less. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I want this movie to be made just because for Tom Holland and you know his 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 filmography, his filmography, you know his work and. I guess we're not getting Cherry anytime, anytime soon. I don't know what's going on. I mean, you know, he, he's in Onward, which is really, really good. He's, you know, he's he's finding work elsewhere. Um, while this, you know, <laughs> project's better on the sixth director. Um, I'm interested to see it, but at the same time, and actually I mean, wanted to... If, I, if it's taking this long to find a director, you know it's got to be a shit script. Yeah, that is very, very true. And I just don't think it's going to be very, very good, but... I'll go see it. I personally don't think that video games need to necessarily be taken, you know, uh, transition onto the silver screen unless like there's a few exceptions, like very, very few. But I actually wanted to ask you from last week when we did our Sonic the Hedgehog review. Um, did, did you do you have any video game franchises in mind that would make, um, you know, a great silver screen experience? Um, Borderlands definitely wasn't one that I was expecting, but that, that came out today. <laughs> the news. Yeah, that was really weird, wasn't it? It was just like, what's going on? Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's random. Is it needed? No. Am I interested? Yes, but like, not really. I mean, they got um, they got Eli Roth to do the directing, who did Hostel, amongst other weird movies. But then they got the guy who wrote Chernobyl to write the script, mm-hmm. which is like, seems did you like watch Chernobyl? Uh, the first two episodes, but then I still have to bored. watch it myself. 
Oh, you got oh yeah, yeah, I got you. I, I definitely want to check it out. There's a lot of things I gotta check out. This there's, there's so many things to watch. And even with me, um, you know, I'm part of the the Nash Nashville's little um their film festival uh judging, you know, we we get like 25 movies every two weeks or short films, I should say. We haven't gotten the feature films yet, but uh they're coming. Um <laughs> and you know, we're watching all these short films. We have to say, you know, does this do we think that this deserves a spot to be in the film festival? So that's pretty cool. And we get little um, trinkets and uh, little perks and whatnot. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, man, um, I would say for just to answer my own question really quick about the uh, video games. I'll, I'll also that's- add that, that two of the big ones that surprisingly haven't been made yet, Gears and Halo. Like how, how yeah, not dude, we were supposed to get a yet. Halo movie like ages ago. Do you remember that? Yeah, and then like, there was like a show on <laughs> on Showtime or something. Yeah, well, technically they did make a Halo movie, and I forgot the name of it, but it came out with did it come out with Halo Four? I can't remember, but like they've been talking about this since high school. Like <laughs> we have literally like, imagine how cool a Gears movie would be. It'd be so bad at and and freaking uh, Dave Bautista wants to play. I mean, it's so bad. Like, yeah, he's already agreed to it, but they just can't get it to be made. They can't get it. Yeah, I mean, he's got to he's got to finish Guardians of the Galaxy first. So hopefully, hopefully with that. But yeah, I um I actually thought about this uh, earlier today for you know what video games would make a really good um a really good silver screen experience, and I definitely think the number one thing would be an Overwatch movie because they've made so like an animated CGI. Overwatch movie because they've made like it, it you know we both play Overwatch you more than me uh recently definitely recently I just kind of fell off but um you know we we see you know every single time they introduce a new character or even when they are introducing the game to begin with they it they're they're so great at these cinematic experiences and introducing these characters and I love watching the shorts they are breathtaking I think Blizzard could get it done well, good I really thing could. they're working on an animated series for Overwatch. Oh, no need. No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's, I think it's, is it anime? Because if it's anime, like hand-drawn, it might be a little different. I mean, I'll still be interested to see what it is because, you know, with with Overwatch, we know that it, there there is a greater story out there, but it's, you know, we kind of just get the, oh, you know, here's the characters and they're fighting and they kind of add to the story as the game has gone throughout the years. But I definitely think Overwatch, number one, um, a lot of people think I'm crazy for this, but probably God of War. I think that would really, really be amazing. And I would say Spider-Man PS4 because that was like the best movie I ever played because the story was very, very good. But I would actually have to say The Last of Us. Um, it, it's, it's a huge cinematic experience and you can literally watch all of the cutscenes online. Uh, I think it's around three, three and a half hours. You can chisel off like maybe 30 minutes because not a lot really happens because, because there's four, um, there's four, uh, stages in the game. We go through summer, which is like 2% of the game and then fall. And then winter is where majority of the story happens, and then spring. So you know, with with winter being the climax of the movie, so it's I don't know. That, there's just a little bit of thoughts there for me, but anyway, um, back to the news. <laughs> Sorry for that little derail there. We kind of went off traffic, but so um, that pretty much does uh, does it for our. Uh, main stories that we have we'll just get into our uh, side stories which is pretty much everything else that we found that it's really hard to figure out you know the big things to talk about so it's like let's just talk about all of it but sonic the hedgehog Devin, speaking of video game movies is digging up about a huge 60 million plus um it's opening weekend it's doing very very well um out there in the wild and it's you know, it came out Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, Paramount's Song with the Hedgehog. Uh, this comes from Hollywood Reporter. Um, grosses a huge $21 million on Friday for a projected four-day debut of $60 million plus over President's Day weekend, including a $50 million or more for the three days. And, so, it, and it won't be getting any competition, really, the next week or two. 
Yeah, because there's no, I what Invisible Man comes out next week. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, is that it? That's about is, it. <clears throat> is that what we're reviewing? I'm, I'm assuming. I'm I'll guessing. Be yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> it actually does look pretty good, despite being a pretty lame concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the trailer, trailer looks good, and it it, it ropes me in. Um, you know, and well, anything looks better than Fantasy Island. But did, did you see that, by the way? Because I know oh, you say no. you were gonna. <laughs> no, mm. our boy Jeff gave it a zero. It is <laughs> absurd. That's the lowest score I've ever seen them give on that podcast. I was like, oh my gosh. Like he and like Jeff, I feel like sometimes is very gracious with his scores, but like not when, there. He's, <laughs> when he sniffs out a dud, he, he's not afraid to say it. But um <laughs> so I think um for this movie between it and the detective Pikachu. Um, which uh, came in around uh, seven million dollars higher than Detective Pikachu, which had around fifty four point uh, three million. Uh, between Sonic and Pikachu, I think these are definitely the two best video game movies that we've had so far. I'm really hoping that they get better, but at the same time, it's like video games are meant to be played in an interactive state, and when you take away the interactivity of a video game, it obviously becomes a movie, but it's, it's like, I don't know. Cause when, when, when you're playing through a game, like, like the Witcher or the last of us, there's so many different options that you can take. It's like, okay, you know, instead of just watching passively what's happening on the screen, it's like, Oh, I can't believe they didn't do this or that or X, Y, and Z. But, you know, with video games, we're able to do that. It makes us feel more a part of the adventure than ever ever before. And I believe that video games are the greatest uh, medium for storytelling and entertainment overall. But that's just my little perspective. But um, so (laughs) apparently, uh, going back to Sonic, a lot of people have been... uh, have been uh, comparing it to Birds of Prey. There's a lot of, a lot of strange beef going on there. There's a very lot of strange beef. Uh, it's, eh, th- this is what happens. At the beginning of every year, these, there's these movies that come out, and it's like, we don't, we're, we haven't gotten to the good stuff remember, yet. You remember yeah. like, when uh, Lady Gaga fans were protesting Venom? Because they oh, it's, did they go, they go see A Star is Born? Yeah, yeah I remember that. To stay on top. Oh my gosh! I was—it's it's just so—it's all so it's weird. Very annoying, and I'm just not for it. I'm just not, and it's these movies have nothing in common, like at all. Besides, really, honest, there's nothing. Besides fan, fan, fandom movies. is is a terrible thing a lot of the time. It really is. I would have to agree 100 percent because. You know, it's in, in like the saying goes, no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. And, you know, they're trying to blame, you know, Star Wars fans say, oh, you know, Disney, blah, blah, blah. They're blaming they're you know, they're ruining our childhood and whatever, whatever. It's like, first of all, stop saying that because you sound like a child yourself when you say something like that. It drives me insane when people say, oh, so and so corporation ruined my childhood. Newsflash, they don't really care about you. They never really have. But for the people, you know, for these fandoms, they they try they essentially ruin it for others who actually enjoy it. Like us. We like The Last Jedi, right? We love it. It's a great movie. Other people out there may not like it, and that's totally fine. But you have the other fans who are what it's been going on two, three years. Going on three years, excuse me, since this movie came out, and people are still not over it. It's like, it's just, at the end of the day, it's just a movie. It's just a movie, people. It's all right. You'll live. It's fine. We'll get over it. Don't it say doesn't that to Ninja. Oh, my God. It's just a game. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. I can't believe he compared himself to LeBron yeah, and Kobe, was it? No, LeBron and Tom Brady. It's pretty rough. It, it, any, it, it, uh, like, oh, like wow. I, re- I respect esports, but if you're trying to compare yourself... To these to like, top physical end athletes yeah. that are making ten times more than you, you're stupid. It's I'm sorry, it's too much. I, I've never really liked Ninja anyway, and I mean anyone can go on and stream Fortnite and become famous. FYI, and, and drop the N word multiple times and get caught. 
Yeah, it's between between him and PewDiePie, by the way. So I mean, I never really really liked PewDiePie anyway. He's he's like it's really weird with these streamers and these YouTubers and even podcasters. The whole you know that weird gray area where they're famous to us common people or us common folk, but they have not achieved the level of renown as you would say Emma Stone or Leonardo DiCaprio or LeBron James or LeBron James or Kobe Bryant. May he rest in peace. So it's, it's so weird. And I feel like Alana Pierce was actually talking about this about a year or so ago where she was saying pretty much the same thing where it came to, you know, celebrities and, you know, where do YouTubers and content creators um, where do they fall within this celebrity renowned status? Because you're not really there. They're like halfway, kind of, sort of. But I don't know. It is what it is. But yeah, <laughs> fucking ninja. I'm sorry. I mean, I try not to cuss as and much. That as might I... be our first and last ninja reference here. So yeah, do it. Right. Let's just let's just move on to happier, happier things here. Like Taika Waititi. Um, Takawa Tati and Jude Law may team for up for a Hollywood satire um the the Artur on Showtime, I believe it's called. This might give people an actual reason to get Showtime for a month or two. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm always I'm always looking to invest in new streaming services to see what they offer. Because this uh this story here comes from Screen Rant. Uh and it's it's cool. I like um, I like Jude Law. Love Taika. So I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll be good. Yeah, maybe. I mean, as long as it's not Jude Law and the rhythm section. Well, he was fine. It was. Did, did you see that movie? I saw half of it. Oh, <laughs> and I and I I absolutely hate walking out of the theater. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It is the worst thing in the world because. Not it's not even spending the t- the money, it's the time because you want to see how it pans out, and it just no, no. I mean, I easily could have stayed, but I had other things I rather would have done during that time because I think I was busy later on during the day anyway. So I was like, I'm just gonna get a head start on you know what I have to do before you know I have to. Uh, go to a party or something i don't know but yeah it's it's cool i'm 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 interested to see i, I want to see what showtime is is uh pulling up for their uh streaming services because for the longest time at least for now you know it's it's been netflix it's been hulu amazon video and now disney plus and you know apple tv plus is there they're they're finding their footing which is totally fine it's not like they're going to come out of this amazing content within year one which people need to stop like just com- like complaining about it. Like they do have some pretty good shows, but it's just, I mean, if you want to sign up for another streaming service, it's totally up to you. But I mean, it is what it is. I'm going to, you know, given the benefit of the doubt, because the benefit of the doubt, excuse me, because with, uh, I mean, even Netflix, when that started, they had like nothing. It was like terrible, but they found their footing and they found a formula that works. So, oh, well. So anyway, Demon, we have some Black Panther news here. So uh, Black Panther 2 is reportedly eyeing on being filmed in March 2021 um, in Australia. So that is actually pretty interesting. Um, you know, we've uh, there's been a lot of talk with the Australian fires. Haven't heard too much as of late. So I'm hoping that that is uh, that issue has subsided uh, for all the uh, citizens of that great continent, not a country, continent. But um, yeah, that I believe that um, Phase Four is part of uh, Black Panther Two. That's supposed to be coming out May six of 2022. So that's pretty cool. Got a and- while to go. Yeah, man, it's, I mean, this year, I feel like this is, I feel like this is the filler year. You know what I mean? Because next year and the, the next few years is going to be like insane. I feel like this is more of a TV filler year, but as much as I like watching TV, um, and I know with Devin, it, 
you really have to convince him to watch a show. <laughs> and and the, he's never seen Game of Thrones, so that I gave up on that a long time ago. Um, he still hasn't even watched the rest of Star Wars, Clone Wars. And I'm like, Light, Lights camera just came through clutch. It doesn't make any sense. You were like, I oh, couldn't get you into know. it. You were like, first off, you're like, okay. And I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I was like, all right, it is a lot of episodes. And I even skipped. I decided to skip because I've seen everything already um, from years back. But so I, I know the gist of the story. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch. You know, you, you you showed me the the <laughs> the diagram of like the honorable mentions and like, hey, here's here's the arcs to watch in what order. Like, okay, cool. And then you found an even shorter list through Screen Rants. And now I have a recap video. <laughs> and you didn't even watch it. <laughs> and now you're just going to watch a recap video. That's so, all I need. I'm very, I was like, oh my God. He could have, I was like, man, you know, like Devin found like a super short list. He must be already done. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's, it's fine. I am a faithful watcher, but it's fair, fair enough. Because when when the first when the show first came out when you know we were younger I wasn't super super into it and as I got older the more that I watched it I actually started loving it more because Anakin is my favorite Star Wars character next to Ahsoka so yeah but uh, yeah Black Panther one the first one will be available to stream on Disney Plus here um, on March fourth so that's pretty cool they're adding more. Um, more of the catalog on there. I already have all the movies on Blu-ray, but I would definitely like to stream them on Disney Plus to see see how the uh, 4K versions hold up because some of them I have the uh, 4K versions, but not all. So we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, let's just move on to another piece of Disney news here really quick. Uh, this is a big rumor coming from comicbookmovie.com where Loki, the Disney Plus series, will reportedly set up an introduction an introduction to Kang the Conqueror uh, to the MCU. So that is pretty interesting. If you know who Kang the Conqueror is, he's he's pretty uh, um, badass motherfucker. So yeah, uh, I, think, I think we mentioned yeah. this in the last one. Um, the possibility of it happening, and it seems like it's picking up some steam. I think I'd rather have Kang over Galactus. The the real question is, is Kang gonna be Owen Wilson? Ooh, wow, wow, wow. Because <laughs> that ooh. would be very That's pretty, ooh. very divisive. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh... I mean, and the yeah, ooh, that would be, because it's, I mean, you, you got to take this with a pinch of salt, of course. But I think this will be a better fit, because, I you know we 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 had Thanos. Everyone knows who Thanos is, especially if you read the comics. We I haven't read all the comics with Thanos, but there, there's been comics I've read with him, um, um, in in there. So we can't necessarily say that we grew up reading a lot of comics. I did to a certain extent, but mine were mainly manga. But I kind of, if it was like dealing with like Spider-Man and Wolverine or the X-Men, I would read some. But I didn't really have access to a lot of comics growing up. I feel like that's more of a, a like our dad's situation type thing, even though I know there are a lot of people our age who also read comics. But I feel like that is more of a, not a boomer situation, but like what, what generation are, are our parents in? I can't remember. Uh, uh, Jen, it might be, it might be different. I think they're, uh, I forgot the name of my mom. It told me it a few days ago and I'm blanking on it. But anyway, in the comics, Kang was a member of the uh organization that was known as the oh my gosh, what was it? Um, the Time Variance Authority, which was already teased in the Loki, te- Loki teaser. Yeah, so that's um I I I that would be really sweet. I'm 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 down for it 100%. I'm on like, you know, it I it for the a lot of things that are coming out for Disney Plus. I think the main thing I'm just waiting for honestly is the X-Men because I love the X-Men. And you know, say what you will about Dark Phoenix. It's not the worst X-Men movie out there. So 
but still That's horrendous. The only... <laughs> it is horrendous, but Apocalypse is worse. So that's I, that, that, that's all I have. You got you got to let me at least have that. But yes, King the Conqueror might be um, coming to the MCU as next next uh, big baddie. So that would be pretty cool. It would actually be pretty cool also if they had kind of like you know a main villain or a and I wouldn't necessarily say a side villain, but more of a lesser villain that can still pack a punch. Instead of just saying, oh, you know, we got to go get the bad guy again and, you know, have the same type of uh, showdown like they did with Thanos. So I think mixing it up a little bit, having multiple bad guys, you know, either teaming up or, you know, uh, one bad guy uh, being destroyed and le- destroyed and leading to another would be really um, amazing for that. And it definitely but, makes sense to have their time travel shenanigans have some repercussions just because they definitely broke a lot of rules there. Yeah, they really, really did, didn't they? I mean, oh, man, oh, man. It was, I mean, hey, I mean, <laughs> I, I still just love the way that they explain time travel in Endgame because it just puts every other time theory to, like, rest when it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. And it's like, you know what? You're absolutely right. So we'll just have to wait and see. But on to our next story here. We have Parasite. Parasite, Parasite, Parasite. And this story comes from Variety. Uh, They're enjoying that sweet, sweet green, that box office money after the Oscar wins. Um, The twisted South Korean thriller collected uh, 5.5 million over the weekend with an exceptional 243% increase in ticket sales and the biggest post-Oscar boost for Best Picture winner in the past decade. And we also, I'm, I'm not, did you see the video of uh, Bong Joon-ho uh, coming back to his, uh, his motherland of uh, South Korea? That was, uh, that was pretty sweet. I mean, he's, he's like, I'm home. What's going on? I brought, I, I, I brought home the gold. So <laughs> man, oh man. Well-deserved. Well, well-deserved. So happy for him and everyone involved. And, and it's all it in IMAX. Yes. We get to see it in IMAX. It's coming out for a week. Um, what, we, is that this weekend? Next weekend? Yeah, it starts tomorrow. Oh, oh my Friday. gosh! Oh my life! You know, we actually might have to put this practical joker. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> might have to put this practical joker's uh, review uh, on hold. Like, I, I got to go see Parasite and, and IMAX. But then again, I do want to see it in IMAX, but I just don't like the IMAX seats in AMC. I just don't. It's just not. I, I I don't care how big the screen is. My butt needs to be comfortable while I'm Definitely sitting there watching. It doesn't seem like much of an IMAX movie either. Yeah, I feel like it, especially if it wasn't shot in IMAX, which it probably wasn't. Um, it wasn't. They said they had no. to adjust it. Ooh. So I. Ugh. Eh, we'll see. I already have it on Blu-ray, so. It's also coming to the Criterion Collection, which is pretty cool. I actually might pick it up there as well because uh, the Criterion criterion collection um not only do they like preserve like older movies or just movies that normally wouldn't get a physical release it comes with a lot of uh extra uh bonus features and special features as well so i definitely want to see the uh you know the workings uh, behind the scenes of parasite so that'll be really cool but uh we should go on to our next um (laughs) uh story here uh, Jurassic World getting a live action series in the works. Don't care. Uh, don't care at all. You got anything to say about it? <laughs> the first movie was good and the second one was ass. <laughs> well, there you go. That uh, <laughs> that wraps up our Jurassic World review. <laughs> wow, we did that in like, what, five seconds? But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty indifferent to this. Uh, I never saw the first one. I saw the second one and I was like, is this what everyone's been talking about lately. <laughs> I, I think it was mainly for Chris Pratt's uh, rise to a uh, stardom between Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, this franchise. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he's, that, he's moving that, on up. That little girl really just let those dinosaurs out in the wild. Dude, she is literally <laughs> dumb as <laughs> why fuck. Would, why would you do that? Like <laughs> you're, you're, you're essentially, killing everyone on the planet she's like they're just like me i was like what are you doing woman like oh my gosh like i get it you're a clone you're sad that you don't really have a real identity whatever but like 
you, you really gotta you really gotta like murder the entire human population though. So <laughs> like, dumb. Come on. Uh never again will I see that movie. Because uh, I was like, you know what? She's not gonna do it. There's no way. And it was pretty much the equivalent equivalent of, oh, is Jurassic World gonna make a sequel? And of course they are. And then ah, let's just let them all out. And it's like, what have you done? Like they oh wow. Oh, that movie. Anyway, <laughs> before I get a little riled up there, um, let's uh, swing back over to. Um, so we already knew about. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, what was it? Um, oh yeah, well, Guardians. Of the, sorry, I'm getting off topic here. So, uh, Game of Thrones star uh, uh, Chris uh, Christopher. Uh, Hivju, Hivju, I think that's how he, he plays. Um, oh my gosh, he plays Tormund in Game of Thrones, uh, the red haired, uh, fiery dude. He might be, uh, playing, uh, a scene in, uh, or a character in The Witcher called Novellan, uh, for season two. So that'll be pretty interesting. Um, I know, Devin, I don't, have you saw The Witcher or not? Nope. No, no, you never, okay, you, know, you didn't and see I, it. And I mind. played about 10 minutes of it. That's right. That's right. Well, it's all right. That's okay. There, there's not really much to say there. That's pretty much just a small story I thought that would make some interesting news. But I really don't have to say too much on the matter besides that I'm in. So, yeah, uh, let's just bring on season two and see if um, uh, Mark Hamill actually plays uh, Vesemir. So that'll be pretty interesting. But <clears throat> anyway, so our... our we, there, there's a little bit of Birds of Prey movie um, <laughs> information here. Should, should we talk about it? I feel like we should talk about it, but I'm not. It, or is it? You think it's just beating I, I did, I did hear an interesting comparison for it uh, yesterday. All right, let, let's let, let's hear it. It actually comes from Alana Pierce. We've already mentioned her. Her latest video, she mentioned. Um, she talked about how it's kind of comparable to the first um, Kingsman movie, as far as like. They're both R-rated action movies. They both came out around the same time in February. And they also had similar budgets and similar um, box office numbers so far. But everyone looked at uh, the Kingsman movie and said, oh, that was a huge success. But then everyone sees Birds of Prey, they say, oh, that's a huge bomb. Just It's just kind of interesting to, th- to think about it that way. Just because it feels like Birds of Prey is getting shit on because it's a quote-unquote woke movie. It might it doesn't really seem fair. I agree there. I, I don't I definitely never would view this as a woke movie. I saw a few people on Twitter saying, Oh, you know, go woke, go broke. Um and I don't think it's that and I've I've had some time to think about it. We we all have to figure out what the main cause of Birds of Prey. Uh, so let me get into this little uh uh through this is through variety uh birds of prey apparently needs around uh to make another 105 million at the box office to break even uh for warner brothers so um it met its budget which a lot of movies do um but it's just i don't know and and i think it is um and i think Dwayne from cinemania world's um put this in a interesting way and i never really thought about this you know you 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 have you know you have you have a batman movie we got the batman coming out and then who's the batman's uh main villain it's joker so he's he's a side character but then who's joker's side character and that's harley quinn so you're gonna make a movie of a side character side character and expect people to go see it because I mean, even with Suicide Squad, I feel like between um, you know Margot Robbie, that was the first time we saw her as Harley Quinn, and someone. I mean, we we know what Will Smith is capable of, so I'm kind of just gonna leave him out of this. Um, Margot Robbie was like the only real reason, minus besides Will Smith, to go see that movie because like everything else was just wow, <laughs> and that's all I'm really gonna say about it. But I think it's just that no one, and I think it has a little bit to do with the marketing. I think the rated R is fine because, you know, as, as we've seen, you know, we, we have two Deadpool movies and we have a Logan movie that proves that rated R movies or superhero movies are, are a thing and they, they can be done. 
but um I, I just think it's nobody really asked for it to begin with because when they first announced it, I was like, oh, that's really random. Like, yeah, it's cool, but it's also random at the same time. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if I'll go see it again. Maybe I'll pick it up on Blu-ray um, if it's on sale, but I don't really see myself buying this for full price. But I don't know, man. Uh, you got anything else to touch on that with? I think we covered uh, everything. All right. So let's just move on to the next story here. We have Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, he chooses, uh, Chris Pratt chooses his words carefully when asked about Thor's possible uh, return for the Asgardians of the Galaxy type of situation. So uh, this uh, story comes from comicbookmovie.com. So as we know, Thor and Love. What well, Thor Love and Thunder comes out before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, so there's chance that the God of Thunder will have to part ways with the team when the movie starts. So that's it really it really feels like this all got kind of put out of order when the whole James Gunn thing kind of went down because I I'm guessing Guardians of the Galaxy 3 would have come out earlier than, yeah. than Thor if he would have been there the whole time. Yeah, which is very now, true. now they have to wait for him to, to finish the, the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad movie. Yeah, which which is great for for James Gunn because you know I I felt like he wasn't really given a fair shake by um, Marvel, Disney, whoever you want to uh, take the blame for, and you know he ended up making deeds, you know, a DC, and now he's going back to Marvel, and then he might be he might be going back to DC. It's it's crazy, you know. It's you know, I'm very, very happy for him that he gets to uh, be a part of both of these amazing franchises. And it's, 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 it's great. And, you know, he, you know, it's like, Hey, and I'm surprised that he said, yes, you know, he was very um, broken that, um, that he was, well, the guardians of the galaxy, uh, uh, the cast was broken that, you know, he would, he may not have been able to come back and, uh, finished directing because the script is finished. We know this for Guardians Guardians Three, but we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. And you yeah, know, I'm I mean, guessing if, I'm guessing Thor won't have much of a role. I guess it all depends on what happens in the next Thor movie. Yeah, so it's. I mean, it is. It is what it is, and we'll just. Uh, you know, like I said, I feel like this. I feel like 2020 is a big filler year for a lot of these movies because the good stuff's coming within the next few years, but. um Speaking of, uh, well, yeah, well, let's let's move on to a little bit of a Sp- SpongeBob prequel. The uh, the Sponge on the Run finally gets a um um uh, a date set for it, I believe. Is it? It's it's coming. Uh, it's out of oh idea. wait, wait. Is, is Sponge on the Run? Is this is this the same or is this something different? I think this is something different. Camp Coral, SpongeBob's Under Years. Uh, the series was ordered in summer 2019. A CG animated prequel to Nickelodeon's flagship series, SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, this comes from Hollywood Reporter, by the way. Uh, we'll follow the 10-year-old Sponge um, SpongeBob's camp. The series will um, feature the original show's core uh, voice cast, Tom Kenny as SpongeBob, uh, Bill uh, Fagerbake as Patrick, uh, Roger Bumpus as Squidward, so on and so forth. Um, it premieres this July. So I think this is something different from Sponge on the Run, which is a movie that's coming out. Yeah, it's weird soon. because in the movie they showed like prequel stuff, but I guess they're all Yeah, and I think that's show. what... Yeah, I, I think that's why I was getting a little uh, confused here, but cool. I mean, it's, I mean it's it's pretty random because I feel like people our age aren't going to watch it. It's like a little too late. I mean, I guess they could be looking to, to get into a new generation, tap into that. Yeah, but it's like, who cares new. about the origins? I mean, like, I, I guess. I, I just don't really I, know who it's made for. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's just. It's Cause, like because okay, we're not going to take the time to watch that. Like it's the movie. Little, yeah, I'll watch the movie. Yeah, but the movie, the but series, the show. No, no, not no, not not the show. Unless um, if 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 it shows up on Netflix, fine, I'll watch it. But I'm not going to you know 
go out of my way otherwise. I mean, I'm guessing to... it'll be on Netflix so they have the Nickelodeon rights. Yeah, yeah, I think they're. I, I think uh, Nickelodeon doing that was a smart move, um, especially with all these streaming services out here. It's getting very expensive, um, but the beauty, you know, with streaming is that you get to pick and choose what you want, and you're not rubbed into certain um, into certain contracts. So that's really really cool. So yeah, uh, I guess that pretty much does it for the SpongeBob move. Uh, uh, news, not move. My gosh, and I believe we are actually down to our last piece of news here. And actually, there was one other thing I wanted to touch on because I think we accidentally skipped over it. But uh, YouTube TV will carry HBO Max as part of the expanded distribution deal with Warner Media. This uh, story comes from the Hollywood Reporter, and I'll read a little bit of it here. Uh, YouTube. TV will carry the HBO Max as a partner, um, expanded by the distribution, yada, yada, yada. Uh, this is the first deal that Warner Brother has announced for the third-party distribution of HBO Max, but more is expected before uh, the service uh, services launch in May. So I we do know for now that if you have HBO now, you'll be able to enjoy everything on HBO Max. There still has not been any confirmation. I need to know. If HBO Go users will be able to access HBO Max for free because that's what I have. And I need to know. <laughs> I really need to know if I need to be spending extra money on this or not. But HBO Max is coming with a plethora of content, including, I think this is really nice, um, Crunchyroll as well for uh, the anime fans out there. So that's a nice little bundle. And I believe they are getting rid of the DC Universe streaming service and kind of just bundling that in, absorbing that in with HBO Max, I believe, because no one's really buying it on its own. And that kind of makes sense because, you know, it's all owned by Warner uh, Warner Brothers. And you know who owns Warner Brothers? AT&T. So <laughs> they are definitely, uh, you know, moving up here. But um, I'll read on a little bit more. Um, actually, no, that pretty much covers it. Um, have you tried out YouTube TV, Devin? Sorry, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Um, I might have tried out a trial, but every from everyone I've heard, it's definitely a great option for the cord cutters out there. Yeah, especially that, for me. Now that they're adding HBO, <laughs> it's even better. Yeah, honestly, um, and this is actually good news for me because I like completely missed the Oscars this year because of where I live and because of uh, ABC and the location that I live. They don't get along very well. So I wasn't able to stream the Oscars um, because I don't have cable and I probably should have just went out and bought an antenna which I'll probably end up doing anyway, but it just would have been nice because when you would send me that link through, what was it? Culture Craves link. It was up for like a good 20 minutes. Like it was, it was, it was a little grainy, but um, <laughs> it was, Hey, it was the Oscars. And then it just stopped working. And then I tried to go back to the link and the link was just dead. It was completely gone. So, um, but I think this is really smart for YouTube TV to do because YouTube TV currently offers more than 70 live stream channels for 50 bucks a month and HBO Max is $15 a month. And I, this is, I, I like how a lot of these new streaming services are starting to go this route because the more that you bundle, you know, Disney Plus has a bundle between Disney Plus, uh, what is it, ESPN and Hulu. So you're getting more, you know, even if it's like the basic uh, uh, packages, you're still able to stream that for a certain amount of money per month instead of having like 15, 16 different subscriptions. So, yeah. Um, so I think the last bit of news, Devin, I think we skipped over this really, really quick, was... Oh my gosh, where did you go? We were talking about Disney and the Hulk. Um, oh, so apparently, well, if you want to go and look this up, because I didn't put the link in that here for this, um, but apparently there's new plot details for the She-Hulk Disney Plus series uh, report reportedly uh, reveal how the Hulk will involve the, hair, uh, the heroine's origin story. Something about the Red Hulk, I really don't know. 
I didn't really look into it, but I, I saw. I, a picture I think I of, saw the regular Hulk was gonna is gonna involve a blood transfusion that kind of gives her her powers, hmm. and then Red Hulk shows up somewhere. Hmm. I'm just hoping Aubrey Plaza plays her. Ooh, you know that would be really cool. I like that a lot. Huh. I like that. Or um, Gina, I forget her last name from The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? She was my number one pick. Because it has, I guess you could say more of a masculine woman in a way. Or Well, that's not just... necessary because, I mean, look at Mark Ruffalo. That's, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a scrawny dude. Um, but he was actually, I think, <laughs> he's supposed to be part of some kind of HBO Parasite, the uh, Parasite uh, series, which kind of fits for him which is really weird because it's like mark ruffalo parasite yeah i can see that but i don't know who he's gonna play because everyone else is korean so he's gotta maybe he'll play the quote-unquote jessica from chicago's father <laughs> i don't know but yeah i believe that does it here for our new section today and just wanted to thank everyone for if, if you listen to uh, with us this far uh you made it congratulations it's uh it's it's one it's one for the ages it's it's, it's amazing and also um <laughs> uh you can follow us on again you can follow us on uh apple podcasts uh apple podcasts excuse me because i've been told that i say apple pod apple podcast too fast so you can follow us on itunes there you go you can follow us on spotify google play stitcher uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, YouTube. Hopefully soon we'll be on uh, <laughs> iHeartRadio, maybe Pandora for the boomers out there. We'll see. <laughs> but I just want to thank you, Devin, always for coming on with me and doing the news. Uh, check out, uh, uh, we're going to be doing our, um, what was it? Impractical Jokers movie um, review later on this week. They'll be up this Sunday. So there's that. But anything else you wanted to add, Devin, before we uh, wrap up here? That's it. That's it. All right, everyone. Well, you heard it here from your boys downstairs, the uh, boys from the yard, whatever, whatever. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.